Yeah, so Laurie, uh, thanks very much. Um, good to speak to you. Uh, are you busy in with the band today? Or? I'm just making some scores for something that we're working on for Record Store Day in April. So, yeah, the album's coming out in um, May, isn't it? Mm. Uh, WR1 Warp Records. Uh, I yeah. think it's been in the can for a while. Is that right? Has it been kind of you've been holding on a little bit because of lockdown and everything or what, what's been happening? Um, yeah, we've written most of the tracks uh, well before lockdown um, and wrote a couple in lockdown last year and finished it probably in October or so this year. Right. Just been sorting out um, yeah, videos and, and the rest of it since then. Uh, so it's on on Wart Records, which is uh, a kind of a bit of a legendary label, really. It's been um, it's been around for a long time, known for dance music primarily, but kind of left field, offbeat, alternative kind of dance. How did you hook up with them? Uh, they came to one of our shows in Bristol for Simple Things Festival, and I think just really liked the energy of that show. There's lots of stage diving, that sort of thing. And then, yeah, me and Ollie have been a massive fan of the roster since we were younger, so kind of really excited to hear that they they wanted to hook us up as a as a band rather than as a kind of avant-garde electronic producer. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it seemed to fit the bill, so we went with it. Cool, good stuff. And you've decided to release an album of completely new material. You haven't included any of the old singles or old tracks. Yeah, that's right. Kind oh. of wanted the body of work to be as cohesive as possible and just excited to let people hear new stuff, really. Well, that, that's a really good decision because obviously a lot of people can just kind of just sort of take stuff that's uh, been released already and just sort of create an album around that. But uh, I think it's it's really good to do that. And um, yeah, good work. So a couple of tracks have been released, um, Narrator and Paddling, which has just come out. Narrator fe- features um, somebody called Martha Sky Murphy. I don't know much about her. She's a singer from London. She sang on various artists, including Nick Cave, and she was a friend of our managers. And um, we'd seen her play once or twice and kind of basically just thought it'd work really well and invited her down to a writing session in Margate. Yeah. Um, and she came along and that's the kind of track that came from it. Where are you guys actually based? We're based in Bristol now, predominantly, although Arthur still lives on a boat in London and Anton's in Marlborough, but Ollie, Louis and I are in Bristol. In Bristol, okay, that's where I was brought up. Yeah. Nice. So you all decided to move there as a band, well, most of you as a band. Yeah, I mean, kind of. I think... I'd lived in Brighton for the last for five or six years and was the last one to leave there and kind of, especially during the pandemic, didn't fancy somewhere, which was so uh, expensive. You know, I'd like to live in London at some point, but it doesn't feel like it's quite the right time for it now. No. And Bristol, yeah, I just had lots of friends from Bristol. Really loved the city anyway, so it yeah. was a good shout. Uh, so, and the other song that's just come out, Paddling, which is a, a g- cool tune as well, fantastic tune. But the song, the song is, is you know, seems to involve a hell of a lot. You've also got um, a couple of members of Black Country New Road involved. 
on that as well. Um, just lyrics, I think, actually. Is it just lyrics? Right, okay. Yeah, yeah. So how, how does a how does a squid song come about? <laughs> What's what are the seeds of a squid song? We all go to a studio, we start playing our instruments, and then sometimes what we're playing sounds quite nice. We kind of stop there and go, that was that was nice. How can we make that bit sound a bit better, and then slowly work at it from there on in. But yeah, I guess in that sense, it's a very collective writing process and music always comes before lyrics and lyrics usually then find a way in and shape the song a little bit. That's predominantly the writing process, I guess, in simple terms. So it basically comes out of um, jam sessions, just working, just yeah. playing music in a, in a studio. Yeah, pretty yeah. much, yeah. Uh, and you, uh, you play a bit of brass as well, is mm. that right? Yeah. What sort of brass? most of my life and recently started playing the trumpet yeah um and yeah i did some scoring for the album which was super fun yeah. to get some more people involved and i think yeah that kind of spirit of improvisation we want to it's definitely part of our sound because it's how we make the songs you know like we jam them rather than have parts written for us and i think like having a moment live when we can all improvise as well it's really important to us have you played any gigs at all since uh since the lockdown have you done any kind of socially distanced gigs or anything at all in that in that manner we played a gig in switzerland last summer which was our only gig uh since lockdown started really yeah apart from a couple of sessions so we are raring to go Fingers crossed towards the end of May we'll be back on a road of some sort. Whether that road is uh, most likely to be a socially distant and uh, relatively rural road yeah. is um, quite an exciting thing for us there as well. I guess I guess you guys have had to find things to do or do other things in the meantime, mm. all in your individual ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exploring Bristol has been the main thing for me. It's been really lovely, actually. Yeah. Not having to, I guess, just having a bit of time to feel like localized after like you know a year of intense touring. It, it, it does like affect you in in ways to have that to have the time to then be in one space was actually really nice. Good stuff. Well, the album. Can you can you explain the album title to me? Is it? Do you know what what that is? about or what is does it mean anything at all it just sounds good or bright we green field had basically this idea that the album felt like a way of describing it was like describing it, an imaginary cityscape one in which the kind of yeah people and places were imagined and i guess bright green field came about because it felt like a lot of the songs and a lot of the things we write about were relatively juxtaposed along each other and having a, having an album which is about a cityscape and then having a title which is a kind of bright green field something which is slightly artificial yet it's kind of a place that you like long to be at times yeah um seemed to fit the bill quite well yeah, and it kind of just stuck with us. Yeah, it, it was a long and arduous process, actually. It was probably the hardest part of the record, 
And the fact that I then can't describe how what it means so much is <laughs> maybe it's a good thing. I don't know. It just seems to fit, yeah. Yeah. Sounds like an extension of um, the name Town Centre, Town Centre EP. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've travelled from the town to a field. <laughs> well, hopefully we'll get to see you guys. I think you're booked to play Brighton in, in September at the Concord 2, but we'll have to see exactly what that will be. <laughs> mm. yeah. Hopefully it'll be a standing gig as normal. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah, because obviously Brighton is where you started, isn't it? Um, yeah. or, or kind of, bit, I, I don't know if you're all from Brighton, but some of you were from Brighton, weren't you? And um, We all met at, the, at university. Yeah. None of us are actually from there. And how, how did the band, I mean, what was the, did you just, so you met at university basically, and you just had no ideas of what you wanted to do, just went into a studio and saw what happened. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, we'd all met through different musical projects throughout first and second years, and then that kind of blossomed when um, I was out away in Copenhagen on a year abroad and came back, and the four of them had been doing quite small gigs at a jazz bar in Brighton and said whether I fancied joining on Cornet because I'd played with Arthur and Anton previously, just carried on playing together, and the music took various different shapes and sizes. What was Until Brighton Green Field came out. What was the jazz bar? It's called The Verdict. Oh, yeah. George Street. Right. Yeah. So jazz is really your kind of background and, and others as well. Would you say I that? I like it. I wouldn't say <laughs> it. It's, um, any of us are particularly proficient at jazz, but no. we all enjoy it to some degree, especially at the kind of like ECM jazz label. So when you play, when you play live... Do you, do you mix it up at all? Is it is it is there much of an element of improvisation and spontaneity there, or are you kind of rehearsing it beforehand? Yeah, yeah, definitely uh, improvising it within the live show. It's always quite important to have that that part of the, the show yeah. as well. 